It is great to have you on the Family Goals Podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. I'm Joel and House, and on this podcast, we want to encourage you to grow closer to God, to strengthen your marriage, and to inspire your family to reach its highest potential. We are wrapping up our Love Language series this week with acts of service and gift giving. Check it out. So I'm kind of forgetting things a lot lately. It happens as we get older. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but I've been using the excuse of COVID, that I had COVID, and that's why I can't remember things. But like normal things like not remembering, say, T. Higgins' name or stuff like, like things that I would normally have no, no trouble remembering. I've been having trouble. Why would you remember T. Higgins' name? I'm just saying. I'm just he throwing, went to Clemson. I'm just throwing that he's out. He's not an LSU guy. I'm just saying, why would you remember? No, but he's on the Bengals. Bengals? Um, that's, but that, doesn't, that, that happens as you get older, isn't that Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just getting old. One thing that you are really bad at is pronouncing people's names, especially last names. And we talked about Giannis in the last podcast. Could you just attempt to <laughs> say his last name? Antitude Bacopal. <laughs> <laughs> Was that real? <laughs> no, you're, you're joking. <laughs> Please do that again. Antituka Copo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The He plays for the Warriors. Andre what? Igodala. That's not, that's, not, that's not as bad that as whatever as bad. the heck that you just said bad. for the other one. <laughs> Jolin, you're not supposed to be like Yanni. pointing out my weaknesses. Yanni. You just pointed out that you were old. So. Yeah. No, but that, that that happens. You don't have to. You don't have to. Don't beat yourself up. I just as you get older, things start to slip more, and and then when you eat a whole bag of chocolate, uh, you know, blueberries in one day, it's probably not good for the memory. And it's probably bad for it. And we talked about that last episode too. So, so. one of the things I've really gotten into, we mentioned this before. I was going to share with you. It's the sauna. Okay. Yeah. So Steve, the neighbor, had this sauna that he wasn't using. That was all disassembled in his basement, okay. and it was broken. Okay. And he said, "Well, you can have it if you don't sell it." I think he, he thought I was going to, like, like try to flip it, you gotcha. know? yeah. And so we set it up, and it had a burnout cord. So what kind of sauna is this? Oh, it's, it's a very nice... Infrared? Four-person yeah. sauna. Four-person per, four sauna, infrared, like a little room, and you, you get in there. So I, I got it... It took me about a year to get a plug for it and get it fixed. Okay. But I've been getting in there... Those are expensive as crud, Three or four nights. I know. Yes. So I felt spoiled, but I would... This is kind of interesting. I don't, I don't jog anymore. I don't, I don't, you know, like I play golf, so I'm not really like sweating much. So you're not athletic anymore. Just country club, country, country club sports. But the sauna, you get in there and it just you get it to 140 temperature yep. and you're just like sweating. I just, it's phenomenal. It just makes you feel good because you're like you're sweating. It makes you feel like you actually got an extra yeah. some exercise in. And I, and I, I do like hit workouts and, and weight training, but like. Cardio. I'm not getting much as much cardio. You know, that's not cardio either, right? What hit workouts or no, weight sauna? Training? Well, no, but I'm sweating. Uh, I'm just <laughs> make sure you count that as your cardio. So you and Steve get in the sauna? No, no, no. It's at my house. It's in. He gave it to me. Okay, so it's at your house. It's at my house in my basement. Okay. He gave it to me, but it's about a 20 year old sauna. So I'm sitting there the other night, and I start smelling something, and I look down in the in the cord. I had the Kate the the electrical cord that I had repaired, mm -hmm. I had not put back into the thing and put the plate back over. It was just kind of hanging loose. Just I forgot to put it back in. So I looked down. The cord's smoking. Like yes. there's smoke coming out of the out of the electrical cord. I'm like, oh my gosh. So then I 
the get out of the sauna and it catches on fire. The no, the the whole sauna? The no the, the wood? cord. The, oh, cord. the cord. Okay. And I was able to put it out. Before it got to the wood? Before it got to the wood. Well, that's good. But now I don't have a sauna. Well, you just gotta buy another cord, right? Or is it not yeah, that? Yeah, but I'm just wondering like if if I hadn't been there, it could have burned the house down. Well, it wouldn't have been on if you weren't there, right? I know, but the problem with this sauna is it takes like two hours to heat up. Oh, jeez. Two hours? I didn't realize that. Well, and that's that. the other thing is the electrical bill. Oh, was, ah. like, was sky high. So long story short, yeah. I'm getting so, rid of this sauna. I'm going to try to buy something. Okay. So you're going to get another one. <laughs> so you love I the sauna. I would like to. Oh, that's incredible. They're, Have they're, you they're been they're in very, a sauna? Yeah, I've been in a bunch. They're, they're very expensive. They're yep. very expensive. No, no, wait a minute. I got I got a ghetto one, two hundred seventy five bucks off of Amazon. It's a little tent, but man, it does incredible. It does. I mean, it gets up to one hundred forty degrees now, in about fifteen minutes. Now Steve, the neighbor, bought a new. I mean, he got a two seater for about twenty five hundred. Oh, so he got he upgraded. That's why he, he, he upgraded. Okay. Mm. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I'm so probably, note to self: don't give anything to you. You ruin it. <laughs> well, I don't know if you can just like throw this huge label on it. Like I mean, a, you ruined it. You burned. You about burned the sauna down. But it, the reason he gave it to me because I think there's a malfunction in it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't want to. Could you imagine catching fire? That would not be good. But it, but it's good to have. It's good to do those kind of things though, like the the saunas, the steam, the whatever it is, the whatever whatever the makes steam. you step no, or man. sweat. What? What about ice baths? Ice baths oh. are great. Do you do that? Yeah. Do you, do you go ice. Do you ever do saunas? Uh, I thought you me more my, ice bath? I thought about getting one. Um, I'm more of an ice bath or a, a hot tub. We do the hot tub a ton, and then the pool's cold. So if you want to jump in the pool, you just jump in the pool. This you know whatever time of the year it is. But Amen. I think all that stuff is, all that stuff is uh, placebo. Like if it, if it if it makes you feel like you're doing something, then that's all that's doing its job. Like that's a hundred percent doing its job. Like making you sweat, making you it makes it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes you uh, it makes you uh, get some of those toxins out. It flushes out some of that crap you got in your system. That's that's a good thing. Um, but I've I've had so many people. I have a buddy that has sauna in the cold tub. It's like changes your life. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, as long as you believe that, that's all that matters because that's that's over half the battle. You know. Eating healthy. There, there is a lot in the in the mental. A hundred percent. Like even after I get out of the sauna, I've, I've done all the sweating. I'm like, well, I'm not going to eat unhealthy now. Correct. All that <laughs> stuff. All that stuff works together for yeah to, to, for a part of your report. Just like working out. Like if you find a group of guys you can work out with and really bust your butt and get into some good groups. That like I have a group that we meet and it's four to six of us. You know, four to five, six days a week, and we're in there together, busting our butt, talking. Talking about our books we're reading, talking about our kids, all that stuff. Like it, it makes us better, and it's because we're pushing ourselves harder mm-hmm. and we're competing and whatever it is that, that that gets you into that point that you can you can feel that and get that placebo and basically placebo is basically feeling good about yourself, like feeling good that you accomplished something. Then, then it's going to do a lot. Well, you're you're looking like you've been working out. I mean, you're, I, looking, you're looking in good shape. I have to. I have to. It's in my DNA now. I can't. I can't change that. Like my wife's a psycho. I'm a psycho. My son's turning into a psycho, which is good. But but you look like you've thinned down a little bit. Like so you kind of bulked. You're up. saying I was a little fat. I'm so saying you were, <laughs> you were you were you were you were in the heavy weights. I mean you were in, you were bulking up. I think that dang uh, Corona. You know the 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 quarantine and stuff like that. Yeah. We started lifting like crazy, and and our workout group started then and hasn't stopped. And so it's been hard for me to lose weight because I've put on muscle over the years. Mm-hmm. And when you consistently work out, you're going to put on, I mean, that's part of it. You're going to put on muscle. You're going to have to figure out. But that's out. good weight. Yeah. I mean. 
But you know, as as you get older, the good weight still you don't want the weight. I mean, regardless of good weight, you know, blueberry weight, whatever, you don't want the weight regardless. <laughs> you know, you just want to try to try to keep it down as much as possible. Especially yeah. playing hoops, the heavy, you know, one pound is five pounds of pressure on your knees. So, I, I try to keep mine yeah. down. It's it's a it's a struggle, but I I like that you're doing something that makes me happy instead of just country clubbing it. So. Man, I I lift weights. I I still rehab my knee once. When a are we week. gonna get back on the pickleball? Like I'm a pickleball junkie. I love pickleball. Man, pickleball. Please. I've and had so ball. many people. Ball. I don't I don't pickleball's want, taken off. Like it I, is I've taken been off. I've been like a, at the uh, my buddy's. Uh, daughter's funeral I ran into people I hadn't seen in a long time and the, several people were like hey are you into pickleball because you play tennis you know they knew I played tennis I'm like well I haven't really gotten into I haven't really played pickleball but but apparently everybody's getting into pickleball like, young like I mean the, I have so many high like, school kids that come to my gym that play pickleball like high school kid literally I mean so many kids that text me hey can I use the gym can I use the gym can I use the gym we're gonna play pickleball so there's, there's, it's definitely, when I first heard about pickleball, I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. That yeah. sounds like an old rich people country <laughs> club sport. I'm good. Pass. And then I started playing. I was like, yeah, you're kind of I mean, fun. You're pretty good. One, one-on-one, I'll, I like my chances against just about most anybody except for the like really, 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 really good players. And then two-on-two, just as long as you don't give me woe, I'm fine. Hey. I want to, I want a one-on-one me and you pickleball. I'll beat the mess. Hey, let's do it. I've got paddles in the car. Oh, Joe, the one out bought some paddles. Cancel your meetings. Let's go. Bay <laughs> Creek Park's right there, dude. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be competitive. He doesn't remember what happened last time. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of like the golf game. You, you you're thinking you can beat me in golf? No, dude. I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't. No, okay. I don't think I can beat you in golf. Not if you're really good. Pickleball will beat the crap out of you. I have. There's. It, it won't even be close. Confidence in his face, guys. Yeah. Confidence golf, in his face. Golf is not my sport because I'm you, never going to. I'm never going to invest in golf. You have some strong placebo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely hard headed. <laughs> Whatever makes you think what? that. You're yeah, not, yeah. You're not going to. You're not going to beat me in pickleball. You got some confidence. If you'd like to make a wager on that, I would make um, a wager on that too. So if you want to, um, I hadn't even played pickleball since the last time I played with you. It wouldn't matter if you had. So. Uh, you got one pro- You got one big problem when it comes to playing me in pickleball, and then we can move on. Concrete feet. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we uh, record, Davey, yes. we're so coming wanna, to your gym. You want to uh, play tennis? I didn't even play tennis You'll, since July, but I will. I've never you played out. in my life. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> I've, never, yeah. I've never played a tennis match. So I, I kind of don't want to do this right now because you're like, I feel like you're talking down to me. But, but oh, you I got, got a gift. you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's the newest Greystone Let's swag. Go. Super comfortable. Oh, it's incredible. The Whoa. swag. The swag is, is is really gotten so much better at Greystone. It's gotten, yeah. You think yeah. The quality solid. of it. Yeah. The quality is is solid. So we're beautiful. Thank you. We're son. going for comfort. You know. Yeah, but comfort and looks good. And looks and good. both. Yeah, a l- little bit of both. Uh, right, right on cue with the gifts. Huh? So that's like that. leading us into love language number four, which is gifts. And we've been doing this series on the five love languages by Gary Chapman and Ross Campbell. That a boy, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we, we, it. We've got to give them the credit. And we've talked about the first three, and today we're going to finish up the last two. And the fourth love language is gifts. Giving and receiving gifts can be a powerful expression of love. 
at the time that they are given and years later. The most meaningful gifts become symbols of love. And so gifts communicate to a child that mom and dad care. Mom and dad love you. And, and it talked about in the book, um, you know, again, it, a, a simple question for all of us to ask is our kids, like, how do you feel love? Like, well, how do you know mommy loves you? How do you know daddy loves you? And um, a lot of kids will say, because they get me things, because they buy me things, yeah. because they got me that teddy bear, whatever. So um, as I don't want to, I don't, don't want to say minimize it, but as um, unimportant as you might think gifts are and as um, whatever as you might think about gifts and not wanting to do it and not giving gifts, if it's really important to one of your kids and that's their love language, you got to make sure. And again, yeah. it, it talks about in the book, it's, it's not about huge elaborate gifts it talks about your clothes your regular clothes that you do for back to school just mm -hmm. wrapping them up if it makes it a big deal i thought that me. was a brilliant idea it's interesting i, I just it, wrap up the clothes you're normally going to buy and i never would have thought gift. about that yeah. yeah i mean the normal things that you get them on a month-to-month on a -month basis just making a big deal out of it and wrapping them up and because this is a legit love language that you know, people feel love and they feel important and your kids feel like that they matter when, when you do it. So it, it, it obviously makes a difference. How did it make you feel when I gave you that hoodie? Solid. Love the hoodie. <laughs> I'm, this is not my love language. I'm not a gift guy. I'm not a gift. Are you, does, is this you or no? No. But is I that, think but I think that's a great point is even though it's not your gift, you still appreciated it, you felt loved, and yep. you felt fault for. And I think even with our kids, even if it's not their gift – when we buy them something, they feel love. They feel they feel thought for. You know, I picked Jesse up from uh, tennis uh, the other day after her practice. Oh, you're you're gonna love this, but I uh, I brought her some Hershey's Kisses. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I know she's fine. Was it one or two? It wasn't thirty, I know, right? I know, I know she. <laughs> it, was a, it was a whole bag. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but, continue. But it was the and I brought Jolyn. Um, the other night at the women's conference, I brought him a bag of, uh, what do you use that you like? Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch yep. Kids. Mm. But I was just, it's just a small gift. I was thinking about you and same with, same with, you know, same with, um, Jesse. So sometimes I'll bring her gifts, even though, yeah. even though her love language isn't, but it's just, it doesn't, to your point, it doesn't have to be an expensive gift. No. It, it can be a, a bag. You can be a, it could be a, a Coke Zero. Well, two things. You know? One, I, I think it's important to figure out little things that they do like that are very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. Like my wife comes to mind easily, coffee. I mean, coffee is very inexpensive, but it matters. She loves coffee, so that's something that's very easy. But it also talked about in the book I thought was good. It said, uh, when a parent offers a gift, if the child will clean this, clean this room, this is not a true gift, but a payment for services mm -hmm. rendered. Yeah. And there was a difference between a gift and a... Uh, uh, a reward, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that I was a, that was huge. That was a big, that was a big deal and a big difference. Um, so a gift is something you give freely. It's not because of anything somebody did. It's just to let you know they care about you, care about them, or you're thinking about them, or um, you know, there's sentimental gifts. There's um, you know, pictures. There's you know, jewelry. There's teddy bears. There's all kinds of things that, and it can be, it can be tiny. It can be big. It can be whatever. But it just it talks about the importance of it. Yeah, and in fact, they said the the English word for gift actually comes from the Greek word ch uh, charis, which means grace or undeserved gift. And so, if the biggest gift we ever got, if they if they 
So if you if they're cleaning their room and then you give them a gift, it's a payment for service. Yep. Or we bribe, you're bribing them to be, hey, be good for the next 30 minutes and I'll get you some ice cream. Well, then then it's not really a gift to bribe or it's a it's a payment. Yep. It's a payback. So, you know, one of the things I struggle with with Jennifer early on, I know, I know this isn't about uh, loving our wives. It's more loving our kids, this podcast today, but it still applies. I'm such a frugal person, such a practical person. So to buy Jennifer flowers on Valentine's Day when the flowers are going to die in mm. in a couple days. You deem it. In your head, you say it's, it's a waste of money. Yeah, in my mind, I'm saying it's a, it's yeah. a waste of money. But um, does, does, is, she doesn't see it that way? No. <laughs> she loves It's almost like because they are going to die in a few days and, and, and they're not practical, it means even more to her because she knows how frugal and practical I am. So she's, like, she likes receiving gifts? That's one of hers? or mm-hmm. Is it? All five of these are Jennifer's. Really? She loves them all. <laughs> she certainly loves them. <laughs> gifts, uh, gifts are... But she certainly loves gifts. Gifts yeah. are nothing in our house. Really? Yeah. Less than zero. Like Christmas, we don't do gifts. We don't even do gifts for each other because we, we, we get... We have what we want. We have what we need a lot of times and we want something, we go buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we don't... We always, we don't buy each other any gifts. You don't exchange gifts at Christmas. We do like, uh, you know, the way, the way we do a little something, something is it just do like a stocking with just like practical stuff. So like, I got like, uh, uh, patches for underneath her eyes stuff she likes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but just tiny little stocking stuff. When does Lindsay wear patches under her eyes? I don't know, like uh, I don't know, some makeup thing, like a face, oh, oh, a face oh. mask. Stuff? <laughs> no, not the mask. Thing. I don't know, dude. It's, I thought you were talking about eye black. No, like oh God, no. <laughs> but no, something with uh, the girls on the the girls on the road at ESPN. One of the makeup ladies were talking about how these little patches you put them underneath your eye and they make your skin do some kind of something. So I was like, eh, I need there some you go. of those. Um, but no, yeah, we're not we're That's not we're not much on gift giving. See, Jennifer's huge on gift giving. And if Lindsay was, I would be. By the way, if yeah. if she was big on it, then it would make a difference. I, I would. Stockings do it. are huge in Jennifer's family. Like not only are you buying gifts, but I've got to buy, got to fill her stocking, and it can't just be like with little things. She's expensive. Nice stuff. You got to put some nice stuff in the stockings. Yeah. And I try to get creative, but you know she's going to want that DSW gift card. Do you know what that is? DSW. Designer shoe warehouse. Oh, so that's that's a go to. That's a go to. That's a go to in the in the in the stocking, but also candy, magazines. It's funny. My parents were talking about when that when they were growing up, they got fruit and nuts in their. That stockings. would be. You'd probably get more of that in the Pollock house. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so so I ended up putting fruit and nuts in my parents' stocking this Did year, you? just to be funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So they they thought it was funny. Yeah, but no, I think it's finding out what's important, those little things that are important to your kids, like those little, you know, like Nicholas, I, uh, game day, I get a lot of, uh, they give us, every site we go to, they give us something. They always give us a gift basket, and it, it's 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 a waste of money. You know, I, I'd prefer them not give me anything and just keep their money, but every they give you some kind of little trinket or something. Like from, from the school? From the city. Or from city. the school, like Louisville. And Nicholas has a desk. Uh, from, on the end of his bed, he has a big desk. And he's got a big dresser, dresser. And on top of that dresser, it is filled with all of those things. Mississippi State, a cowbell. 
You know, I just uh, I got a race car last year at the national championship that where it's because they did it in India. Well, I was going to ask you if you bring your kids gifts from coming in from out of town, and it no, sounds like you do. But they, someone well, they, else buys them for you. They, yeah. <laughs> we we never we don't do that. We don't bring them gifts when we come home from anywhere either. But those things literally I bring home because they'll they'll send them they'll ship them back to us, and I get a basket, and I'm always going to throw them away or give them away. And Nicholas just like he'll add a you know he's got a Corso bobblehead at his on his thing. He's got. The Indy from last year's national championship was an Indy, so they did an Indy NASCAR, you know, an Indy car thing. And he's literally collected probably 30 or 40 things over the last however many years of game day that he's got on his desk. And none of them go together, but it's kind of cool because it's just mm-hmm. kind of memories and just little things. But Well, he may have the gift. He may have the love language of gifts, and you don't know it. He could. He's, he could. He likes those little. He likes those little different things. So one of the things I said in the book is don't resort to presence versus presence, like being with quality yep. quality time. And then it also it warned against just the abuse of gift giving, mm-hmm. like like using that because it's kind of easy just to buy gifts instead of. I did. I had to. I had to teach. Teach maybe the wrong word. I had to um, explain that to my mom because. When my mom used to come over, every time she saw the kids, she always brought something. She just always wanted to bring something. So she brought little cars, little trains, little something. But she always brought something. And my kids, I remember when they were really little, they were like, I was like, Mimi's coming over. She's like, oh, I wonder what they'll bring. And I, I told my mom, I was like, you're the, you're the, you're the gift giver. You're the, you're the person who comes with, like, they're not thinking about you now. They're just thinking about what are they going to mm-hmm. get from you. And I, and I said, you know, I, I think you want your relationship to be more than that. I wasn't being, you know, I wasn't trying to be critical, but I just want to say like, that's now that's what they're associating with you is the gift giver, you know, and somebody that's going to bring them something as opposed to Mimi who's going to come love on them. And, um, I so. wonder if her love language is gifts. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Cause that's how my mom is. Uh, Jojo, she loved to take the kids shopping and buy gifts. Yeah. But that it was quality time. Too. But that's quality time while With you're her. taking. If you're taking them somewhere, that's quality. Yeah, I mean, and she so- would much more prefer take you and then to go buy it herself. Right. Yeah. Or just buy me something online. Yeah. But she would always be upset if we didn't do well shopping. And I'm like, yeah. I just, I just like spending time with you. Like we're, we're good. <laughs> we did well. Well, let's move on to the last love language, which is acts of service. Um, and I thought this was fascinating. The, the way that the authors portrayed it but parenting is a service oriented vocation <laughs> the day you found out you were having a child you enrolled in a full-time service you got 18 years of full-time service and then he says you go into the active reserves yeah. <laughs> you didn't know it yeah <laughs> you didn't know but it's true and the role of a parent is to serve yep which is an interesting way of thinking about it because you think about it that's what we do is we're serving our kids um, you know, of course your kids aren't old enough to drive yet. So, so much of the taxi driving is serving them, picking them up, taking them where they, where they want to go. There, there's a lot, there's a lot involved there. And it said it's physically and emotionally demanding, meaning that you have to do, you know, cause you have to make yourself do it. Like Physically, you get tired of doing it over and over again. We, we're, we're in basketball all the time in our house, and we're going from one thing to the next to the next, and you get worn out, and you get tired of being in gyms, and you get tired of doing those things, but too bad, so sad. Yeah, that's kind of what you signed that's up you, for. That's when what you, you got to do as a parent. I mean, you, you don't have a when choice. When you had kids. And then I like what he, what he says is 
you become a role model for your kids because you're you're modeling responsibility, you're modeling service, and eventually when they get old enough, they need to learn to start doing some of these things on their own, like yep. washing their own clothes and cleaning their own. Yes, you know. but 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 I think it's but I think the important thing about that is again we we got how many times have we talked about you're modeling it, you're modeling it, you're modeling it, you're modeling it when you're serving others, you're modeling it when you're loving on others, you're modeling it when you're putting people ahead of yourself and consistently showing them that consistently showing them that people matter. Like that's, that's all those things they're going to pay attention to. And mm-hmm. they're absolutely going to, you know, they're going to become, and they're going to do as they, as they get older and they'll, it'll be natural. If you do it, it's natural. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the cool thing. I mean, if you share your faith, like it's a lot more natural for, whoops, smack the camera. It's a <laughs> lot more natural for Jolin to do it. Yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. something that he's heard you do a million times. It's something that he's heard now that he's able to to do. So I think it's um it's I think it's cool. I, I think acts of service is cool. Yeah. It, it's it's interesting. Um, you know what you do for people shows you that you love them. Like my mom, this is my mama to a T. She's acts of service. She wants to do everything for everybody, and she wants to serve, serve, serve. It makes her feel great, dude. It makes her feel awesome. Like. You know those people in your life that they just they want to do 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 and they want to help 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 because they love the feeling they get from that and that's something that again that's how they express their love that's a Leah does that around the house a lot like she wants to clean up clean up clean up like that just makes her feel good that she knows that mommy wants a clean house and she's like serving her, like she literally mm-hmm. as soon as she walks in the door she starts cleaning everything up because she wants everything to be neat like so it's it's. It's pre- I think it's pretty cool. I, I think it's people that mm-hmm. can do this consistently. I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, my dad my dad is acts of service. He's always serving other people. And um and I think he's he's passed that on on to me. I like to try to find ways that that I can I can serve the kids and I think about my dad, you know, changing the oil, you know, teaching me how to do those things. Changing the oil in the car, or mowing the grass or a, a lot of the, a lot of the chores, you know, a lot of the the things that we do. You just mentioned those things. Um, I'm, I'm over two. Yeah, in the grass. You didn't teach me how to do either well, of those things. I, I, listen, I was over two. I was just telling. Well, you. I, mm. well, I, I didn't do a good job teaching Jolin because we had someone in the church that would mow the grass for us. They started off doing it when I tore my ACL playing uh, church basketball when the. Guy from the Baptist Church under kept me going in. I don't know if I was going in for a dunk. You probably were. Was yeah. I going in for a dunk? Yes, it was and, a dunk. Uh, <laughs> you got to watch out for those Baptists. Those Baptists, um, goodness gracious. But they started, they started, so and he just kept doing it, you know, and, and mowing our grass. And, and then I've got lazy and take, you know, go get my oil changed. You know what Jennifer has right now? I don't know. If, <laughs> what? She has a a car washing membership. Yeah, I've seen those. We just go up there and you can get it. You can do it anytime you want. Anytime you it's want. It's pretty brilliant, a little actually. Sticker on her car. Yep. Anytime she drives by the car wash, she just goes for free, and then you yep. can use the vacuum for free. Well, it's not Very free. Smart. She, well, she it's pays 20, for twenty it. bucks a month. It's twenty bucks a month. Yeah, See, you're right. I have one too. I can't even justify. Do doing you pay that. for that, or does your mom pay for that? I pay for it. Okay. Because about I'm to say, me, I'm, I'm cut off. No, dude. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I want to know. I want all these circumstances. I'm going to make sure you're cut off. Like if mommy's playing for a cell phone, you're not. You're not cut off. Yeah, You're he, doing it. He's a hundred percent. So you say that, but with, I'm just making. I'm just. I'm making sure. With I'm, I'm backing it up with stories and. <laughs> so this must be something new then, for your car. Have a car wash membership. Yeah. Because I I haven't. He's noticed not, your car he's not judging you, Joe. You see, you answered that in a tone. <laughs> does, it, that, does it look? 
Does it look okay? I haven't noticed it recently, but is this okay. like in the last couple okay. of weeks is what I'm saying? Or is this something you've been doing for months now? I was with Justin one day, and he drove through and did it, oh, and it was super quick fan. and easy. And did uh, Was Justin texting while he was driving while he did it? Hey, we're not perfect. We don't expect you to be. Whoa, Jack! We got to get rid of that. That's a bad habit. Well, I don't That's have the I don't have the car lot anymore, so I can't just clean my car every Saturday. For yeah, free. true. But you could go up there. Chris would let you go up there if you wanted to. He would love. He would love. I don't want. I don't want to get stuck. Back to the, talking for. Back hours. to the point is that you didn't. You didn't teach your kid how to change the oil. That's, you're a failure. Yeah, I've taught. I just basically taught him all about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what a failure <laughs> it's impossible to criticize that's all you gotta do. pull the jesus card <laughs> tell them all about jesus whatever so let, let's wrap up this has been a phenomenal series as, as we've kicked off season four of the family goals podcast um the five love languages which are do you want to name them can you name the five sure i got my book in front of me <laughs> um acts of service physical touch gifts um, words of affirmation, words of affirmation and quality time. There you go. And I think what he kind of ends the book with discover your child's primary love languages. And I, I like what you said, just asking them. Just ask him. I asked my, I was asking, I was telling Jesse, we were doing this the other day and, uh, I was asking her what her love languages were. She said, um, food. <laughs> my wife can speak that love language if i just coffee if i come home with coffee or food like it's never going to be a bad she thing said, food's my love language it's always going to go family well. in general that's love language yeah so she said physical touch and um quality time no. so, so anyway well and again I, I mean but i think asking them asking your kids but how then, do you know i love you yeah that's an easy question that's an easy question. And then that, that, that's, again, going to give you the most important one. It's going to give you number one. Yeah, and then he says in the book, he said, he, he says give people a choice or give your kids a choice. Would you like for me to make you cupcakes or for us to back, have lemonade on the back deck? Back to food and drink. Seriously? Like, <laughs> is that all you think about? Th this is the book. I'm just read, I'm reading the book. Would you like to give me, would you like to, what? What was the question? So it was basically like, say with, say with Nicholas. Would you like for me to help you fix your car so you can go play with your buddies? Or would you like to fix the car with me? Okay. So it's gotcha. acts of service versus quality time. So would he rather spend quality time with you or would he rather you do it and he can go hang out with his buddies? I think most people are going to take the lazy option. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Forget that crap. You do it. <laughs> so so this anyway. Is the, this, is the only, this is the only series I've ever picked out the topic. So how did I do? We, you we did, good? You, you liked it? You did a great job. Solid. I think it's, and, and it's fun talking about something you're passionate about. I mean, obviously, you'd read the book. You've been, you've been thinking about it. And I think it was a great – it was great for me to revisit it. Yeah. And, uh, well, one th and one thing, too, when you say revisit it, one of the most important things I figured out with my wife, um, because the first book was originally for your spouse – Five love language. Obviously, this applies to your mm -hmm. to your spouse. One of the biggest things, and, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's really, really important. These don't. These are not. Uh, they don't stay the same. Like your love language absolutely will change as you get older. Mine have changed as I've gotten older. Hers changed big time as she mm. got older, and I did a really, really poor job for a while pouring into the wrong buckets, and I didn't even know it, and she didn't even know it, and we did it again. We did this again, and they were different. 
And, you know, from getting married at 18 and and her being a 35-year-old, like, there's a big difference. There's a lot of life that happened in between. There's a lot of life that happens from, you know, being 20 and being 30 and being 30 and being 40. And so I think even if you think you know, it might be worth questioning your spouse. Yeah, going back And just saying, hey, you know, how do you feel the most love from me? Like, what is the – because they they will change. It will change for all of us. And then make sure you're pouring in to the right things. Hmm. Because I know I struggle with – Lori being a kindergarten teacher, some days her biggest thing is just time by herself. Sometimes it's time. She's heard enough voices all day. Sometimes it's, babe, just go take care of these things. But sometimes I'm taking care of these things and she needs me. So, like, something that I've realized the past couple months, let me just ask her, babe, what do you need from me right now? Do you need time by yourself? The problem is, you know. the um, The problem is. The problem is they want us to know, you know, a lot of times. Yes. Like, that's the problem. And, and, and I'm going to be wrong and, and every they, Well, and, and, and that's, you know, me and Lindsay, Lindsay started doing this, with, which, and I told y'all this earlier, but uh, started giving me like a, she'll text message me in the morning and just give me like a list of four or five things that she wants done. And that, I told her, I was like, send me anything. Send me anything you need done, anything you see around the house. And this would be good for some people because we don't see a lot of times, like, I don't know about you, Woj, but I'm horrible at reading context clues. Not good at it. Ungood. Okay? I'm not a good context clues. I'm, I'm like, you tell me what you, you need done. You can't take a hint. Babe, I'll run through the freaking wall. Like, I'll do whatever you need me to do whenever you need me to do it. But I'm not good at seeing some of the things that need to be done. So she'll text me and I'll wake up because she gets up before I do. And I'll wake up and I'll wake up to a text message that says, hey, will you please you know, take this from upstairs to the downstairs? Will you do this, this, and this? And sometimes it'll be five or six things. But... It makes it makes it easier because I don't know what I don't know about where she what she wants me to do and I'll serve you and I'll do that acts of service in a heartbeat but it's just hard because a lot of times we expect our husband to know and, and you got to realize we're not that smart like most of us aren't that smart or you know we just we don't our brains aren't processing things the same the information the same way and sometimes it's just good to just say it and but I think I would encourage all of us to sit with our kids or our wife and talk to them and ask them in a non threatening manner and in a time when it's really calm and it's really peaceful of you know what makes you the happiest mm-hmm. and and then find those areas and that, and and that gets them. back to communication just and that's a huge thing that's with marriage. husbands and wives but but also with your kids i mean yep but this would be a great great conversations and when do you feel loved and what do you, what do you enjoy and what do you, what do you not enjoy and um hopefully this will Help you love on your babies more. Help everybody pour into their kids and and raise godly kids that become champions. Thank you for listening to this week's Family Goals podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. To truly be a servant of the Lord and to serve our kids, we need help from the Holy Spirit. I ask God all the time to show me ways in which I can serve people right in front of me, because otherwise I would never think to serve them. God, open my eyes to how I can love those closest to me. Actively serving your kids and your spouse can set an example to your kids on how a real man or woman of God should act. Gifts are given freely. It's not a reward or deserved or a bribe. It's grace. If your kid feels loved through receiving gifts, search for ways to be meaningful and thoughtful with your gift giving. Anything from small notes or candy, it doesn't have to be anything big, just meaningful. If you found this episode helpful, encouraging, or entertaining, please let us know by subscribing to the podcast or by writing a review. You can also reach us on Instagram or Twitter at Family Goals Pod. Thank you again for listening to the Family Goals Podcast, and we'll catch you next week.